Welcome to another episode of Italia Mia, sponsored by the Grand Lodge of New York, Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. I'm your host, Luisa Potenza. Buongiorno a tutti. Well, Halloween has come and gone, and with it the references to haunted houses and ghostly apparitions. The Italian Tribune, a weekly newspaper that is published in New Jersey, dedicated their feature story this week to, quote, haunted Italy, unquote. How dare they equate sunny, beautiful Italy with doom and gloom? Well, I read further. The focus was on several castles where it is said ghostly apparitions have appeared in the eerie Cimitero Fontanella in Naples, where the skulls of anonymous souls have been cared for since the plague of 1656. Intrigued by this, I went to a reliable source, Google, and requested a list of the ghost towns of Italy. Among the list was the town of Craco, in the region of Basilicata, located in Il Mezzogiorno. And there I was, back in the 60s, driving along winding mountain roads, accompanied by my husband, Aunt Maddalena, and her three children, on the way to Taranto in Apulia, where cousin Angela was attending college. And to reach the autostrada, it was necessary to go through Craco. A major landslide had cut off the road leading to the autostrada. The villagers were forced to abandon their homes and relocate to the valley below. This eventually became Craco Nuovo. Well, fast forward to the 70s. My sister and I were searching for the remote town of Aliano, perched atop Icalanqui, deep gullies carved into the mountainside. It was in the 1930s that doctor, artist, and writer Cardo Levi was exiled to Aliano by the dictator Mussolini, Il Duce, because of his anti-fascist writings. Aliano was thought to be the most forsaken place in all of Italy. Levi was propelled into a world totally alien to him. Farmers live there, very, very poor, in ancient cave dwellings, and there was much, not much there, not much there, actually. It was a world totally, as I said, alien to him. But he soon acclimated and became very close to the villagers. And he is, to this day, revered by the villagers of Aliano. Today, it's a bustling village, thanks to the tourists who wish to study Carlo Levi and visit the museum which houses his paintings in the home in which he lived for almost a year. Our encounter with the villager of Krakow was both helpful and amusing. Her, enthousia her enthusiasm of meeting two strangers was matched by her friendliness. We introduced ourselves. Forgetting the word for writer, I mistakenly referred to myself as Unatrice. Oh, she became excited, thinking I was the actress who enacted the role of Levi's 
rather Levy's housekeeper. She related how each day they would set a large wooden table in the center of town, laden with food for the actors and actresses working in the film Christ Stopped at Eberly, based on the book of the same name written by Cardlo Levy. In his book, Levi, Levy, I, why am I doing that? Levy, not Levi, I'm sorry. Okay. In his book, Levy refers to the village of Liano as Galliano to protect the identity of its inhabitants. The old Craco dominates the landscape. Despite its crumbling walls, absence of windows and falling rocks, it appears determined to survive even after hundreds of years. But sadly, there's no mayor to boldly offer it for sale for one euro with the stipulation renovation must be done in six months or the buyer will forfeit all of his money. Yes, Krakow is aptly named a ghost town. Cardinal Levy is buried in the town cemetery of Aliano. Another vivid memory comes to mind. A villager dressed in a traditional blouse and skirt, black shawl wrapped around her waist, was crying as she knelt beside her son's coffin and described in every excruciating detail how her son met his death, the victim of an accidental drowning. Levi's coffin is in close proximity. Levi, Levi, lies in his coffin facing the town he came to love so much that he requested to be buried in Aliano, close to the people he loved. An almost forgotten memory, both amusing and sad, triggered by a newspaper article. Now let's go to news from Italy. An Italian research team has made a breakthrough in leukemia research. They have effectively treated acute lymphoblastic leukemia in children and adults. Using new cells, six out of seven patients showed considerable reversal or a complete disappearance of the cancer. Italy's, now here's something on the lighter side, Italy's famous bear named Papillon was recently brought back into custody after 40 days of freedom in the wilds of Trentino Alto Adige region. And now a controversy is raging. Some officials want the bear transferred to a maximum security facility. Where on the other hand, Italy's environmental minister would like to set the bear free. I agree. Don't you? Well, those are my memories and they are precious to me. Well, I'll keep reading because I want to go back into time and relive all those memories that I have stored away. How about a little music now to end the program? This is one of my favorite songs, and I think it's one of yours. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Let's see if we can get it going. It re There we go.
Carazone on Italia Mia. That wasn't exactly the song that I was thinking of, but perhaps we'll get it and we'll play it next week. And may I tell you what the song is? It's L'Italiano. L'Italiano vero. Sono fiero di essere italiano. Yes, I am so proud to be Italian, and I know all of you are. Tune in again next week going to be a great show. It's going to be coming direct from Rome. You don't want to miss it. 
And until then, this is Louisa wishing you tante belle cose. Yeah.